right. Allie V, how you doing, man? I'm doing good. How about you? I'm all right. I'm all right. Uh, we're without Todd today. He's not here with us. He's uh, having to tend to some family matters, so we will carry on, I guess, without him. But he'll be greatly missed. Yeah, I can, <laughs> if the energy's different. It's always different. Yeah. Todd brings a... Uh, nervous energy to yeah, the room. A little bit. <laughs> but thankfully, we've uh, we got us a guest here today that's going to be uh-huh. jumping in and educating us on a lot of stuff. Um, before we get to that, though, we need to make sure we do diligence and educate the general public on how to clean their rear ends. Got to do it. <laughs> make sure if you haven't that you go to bidetking.com. So some of y'all are doing it. Hey, they're letting us know. So bidetking.com. Pick out your bidet. If you aren't in the club yet, you are uh, like Alec V. You uh, one it. step closer. Are you? One, I'm one <laughs> step closer. What does that mean? You've typed in the URL but hadn't hit enter? Yeah, something <laughs> like that. <laughs> we'll, we'll ask our guests here in just a second, but go to bidetking.com and use coupon code UNCLEVER, and that will get you a nifty discount. And uh, trust me, you will, you, will not, uh, you will not regret that decision. Your, your life will be different from now on. In the past week, I've had three people come to me just r- at random times in person. One called me on the phone to let me know, hey, I finally used a bidet and... No going back. Oh, and and they, there was like a pause. And then, oh my gosh. Like with such fervor behind it, it's like when when somebody says, I was blind, but now I see kind of thing. All kinds of passion behind it. So. I look forward to getting there. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, so, uh, BidetKing.com coupon code UNCLEVER. Today, we have a very special guest that is joining us remotely. But, man, he's got a nice setup, so it's going to sound like he's sitting in the room. And that is Mr. Brian Brown. You there, Brian? You say hello? I am. Thank you. How about that? Crystal clear. I love it. Awesome. It's <laughs> and great. If, yeah. And if you've listened to Unclever, Brian's name may sound familiar because he has been mentioned on a previous episode. We're about to, you know, give you some information on his background, tell you about all his amazing credentials. But most importantly, he's my cheese dip dealer. <laughs> most importantly. <laughs> cheese guy. Line <laughs> one of the resume. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Brian was, uh, he just happened across our podcast and heard the episode where we were talking about cheese dip and popcorn, I believe yep. it was. Yeah, that was it. Yep. Combination. And uh, and when, when I was, you know, kind of pleading with the public to help, help me solve this problem, <laughs> Brian was the guy that uh, that uh, kind of jumped on it and was like, hey, we can uh, – we can we can figure this out because I'm I made mention of uh of the type of cheese it was and anyway and he he took it upon himself to track it down and found it. Not only did he find it, but he how how big was the loaf? Uh it was five pounds. <laughs> <laughs> I still have some cheese. That that's a that's a dedicated that's a dedicated brother right there to find five pounds of cheese and then uh and and actually make that purchase. I'm pretty sure it was like it was like a 30, 40-pound block of cheese, something like Good that. grief. <laughs> Does that sound right, or was it that much? Am I exaggerating? Was that? How, how much was it? Was it like a $35 block of cheese? Yeah. Yeah, it was about <laughs> 35 bucks. But, hey, it's cheese tip. Who, who, can, who can say no? I mean. It's priceless. <laughs> when you start adding up those uh, 7 and $8 bowls of queso, you know, it kind of gets worth it really quick. Yeah, anyway, that's right. And then, so he tracks it down, and then he shaves me off 
like a, a big chunk of it, like enough to make like a couple of bowls. And then uh, it, uh, Brian doesn't live close by here to us, so he leaves it with a mutual friend for me to pick up. And uh, anyway, can't say. There's a middleman in this cheese dip situation. <laughs> there he is. There he is. Slinging cheese dip. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll let him remain nameless so we don't incriminate yeah, him. At cheese all. dip runner. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, uh, but no, the I think I mentioned it on the previous podcast that. Um, you know, like I said, Brian, I've known Brian for, we've been kind of acquaintances uh, for a really long time, but uh, we got a lot of really close mutual friends as well, uh, which is really kind of our connection. Brian's um, initially, um, I knew him from kind of being around my, he was around my brother. They hung out some and stuff and got to be friends. And then we would just be, you know, in the same uh, groups here and there. But Brian is part of the Alabama cooperative extension he is a he is the regional extension agent for northeast alabama i'm gonna let him explain that sounds so much more official (laughs) than cheese dip guy (laughs) (laughs) or you know we can just call him the cheese dip guy uh, that is way more official so uh, yeah i will hey i'll take whatever you got (laughs) so what what exactly is uh the alabama cooperative extension and what is the a regional extension agent as part of okay. that. So. so I'll take you through the whole thing. So, okay. Uh, Alabama Cooperative Extension. So every state has an a cooperative extension. So Auburn University and Alabama A&M is ours. So I work for Auburn University still. Uh, I previously worked for Auburn in a different role, but now I work for Extension. And Extension basically takes science-based information and disseminates it out to the public. So... Um, we also have 4-H programs, nutrition programs. Um, oh gosh, there's just a lot of different things that Extension does. But my role as a regional Extension agent is I basically take calls from the public about anything related to plants or insects or anything like that. Wow. Because that's your background, right? You're, you're Yeah, in, yeah. In, so... Go ahead. No, I was going to ask so what that your education was in in that specifically. Yeah, so I I got my degree from Auburn in horticulture in landscape design and uh it's kind of weird how I ended up there cuz I I really wanted to be an engineer cuz I thought engineering might be fun but I can't do math, so that's kind of a problem. <laughs> that's an issue. So uh I really love design and that's what I really want to do. And I got into industrial design. Then I figured out I can't draw or do math. (laughs) So I was like, well, what can I do to be creative? But I don't have to draw that well. So I ended up in landscape design, went into horticulture, really fell in love with the program and the people. And um, I just finished my degree there. Uh, Went on, got my master's degree in horticulture and then worked for Auburn for several years. And while I was working at Auburn, uh, as an academic advisor, I finished my PhD. So he is now Doc Brown. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, Are any Back to the Future jokes coming your way? Or, you know, you get those pretty lot, often. Yeah, a I've, lot. Yeah, pretty often. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. And so, what was your what was your position? You said, I mean, you, so you technically still work for Auburn yeah. University. So, what, what was your um, what was your position when you were there? I guess on campus. I was an academic advisor. Oh, okay. You just said yeah. that. <laughs> but what did you what did you do in relation to plants or horticulture? I can I can't say that word. Horticulture. Horticulture. 
Yeah. All right. It is kind of a hard thing to say. <laughs> what did you, um, yeah, what did you do on campus there? So what I did is, uh, you know, I advise students on the classes they should take. You know, I work with them about, you know, try to get them graduated, say, hey, you need to take chemistry because you haven't taken it yet. And, you know, just uh, transfers that come in, right. recruiting students, uh, take them on tours of the campus or at the greenhouses. We have a greenhouse complex there. Um, anything to do with students. Um, yeah. I enjoyed working with students and it was, it was fun. Yeah. I had a great job. I loved it. And you were specifically like in that, uh, department, I guess, or yeah, okay. I was in the department. Okay. Yep. And you, you, you've got a podcast or you're launching a podcast. Yeah. So we're launching a podcast. Hopefully it will be out by June. Um, that's the, that's the goal I'm hoping. Uh, but yeah, we're going to have a podcast through Alabama Cooperative Extension. It's called From the Ground Up. And um, we're going to talk about plants and, uh, you know, just different things. Like I just recorded an episode this morning um, or this afternoon with a coworker, and he's talking about coastal plants and why it's different down on the Gulf Coast versus North Alabama. And, you know, even North Mobile is completely different than South Mobile, you know. Yeah. Gulf Shores, Orange Beach, those type areas are completely different than 20 miles north. Yeah. So, um, and you guys are building up a kind of a bank of podcasts. Yeah. So we'll have, I think we have to have about six or seven episodes before they'll produce it. So I got you. We're, we're almost there. Yeah. Uh, you, Allie V, you got any, uh, (laughs) you got any, uh, suggestions or, uh, advice when it comes to launching a podcast? Honestly, the building up the bank is the biggest thing. <laughs> yeah. uh, that's if, if anybody brings up a podcast to me, I would always tell them to do that. That way, you don't feel that like that pressure of I got to get something done now because it's got to come out tomorrow. Yeah, and which we've run into eh, a couple of times. But. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's, it's been a handful of times. I think the the re, the being being regular with it mm-hmm. is the hardest thing. But, yeah. it, but I think it's yeah. the thing that you get the most mileage out of. You know, it's yeah. been that's for that's been our experience anyway. So yeah. I, you know, I just realized as we said, just started talking like this is because Todd's not here. This is the very first time in the history of this podcast that Auburn people in the room have outnumbered Alabama people. We're usually quality over quantity, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So you you'll appreciate that. Uh, you'll appreciate that, Brian. That uh, yeah. That Alex is a he's an Auburn man through and through. It feels good to have right. to outnumber you. For once. I got you. War Eagle. War Eagle. <laughs> so uh, I yeah, I was curious, though, you know, because it's not it's not every day that you talk to somebody who's, you know, an expert in all things plants, insects, whatever. I'm staying away from the word horticulture. Horticulture? Okay. I, I can't say it. My wife can't say the word Troy, so I can, if, <laughs> if I struggle with it. <laughs> just hit her with a stray out of nowhere. <laughs> well, I'm just saying, if I, if I can't say the word, if I can't say horticulture, there I go. I'm getting better at it. I just need to practice it. That was it. But anyway, it's not every day that you talk to somebody who's an expert in that field. So it is like, like what attract, what in the world attracted you to that specifically? Was there like, is there like a, some, you know, yeah. can you point back to like a moment, you know, were you like six years old sitting in the front yard and saw a dandelion or something? I mean, like, what? <laughs> no, now that's it. I found it. <laughs> no, actually, uh, I, I think I mentioned earlier that, you know, I really didn't know. I, I love to be creative and I didn't really know how to express that creativity. Yeah. And again, I couldn't draw and I couldn't do math. 
So I was kind of running out of options. So ended up in horticulture as landscape design. So my degree is in landscape design. I'm a certified landscape designer. That doesn't mean anything, but uh, I do have it. Yeah. (laughs) You know? Yeah. Yeah. So um, speaking of that, yeah. And I think in you you actually did work with like the stadium and stuff there at Auburn at one point in time. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. In grad school, I was in charge of the, well, back in grad school, back in those days, we had flowers in the end zones of Jordan Hare. And yeah. so they were kind of in the corners. And that was my job as a graduate student is I had three or four students working under me and we would maintain uh, the flowers. And so we'd have designs. Uh, we would spell out AU interlocking au we'd have sec spelled out in flowers hmm. um so how, yeah it was, how difficult it was is that fun. how difficult is that pull off it's not too bad okay. uh it's it's the beds are way bigger than what you think they are yeah i mean we had thousands of flowers in there so uh maintaining them wasn't wasn't very hard because uh, they got plenty of water uh but the coolest thing about it is i got to go in at restricted times and uh it was just fun to go in there and, you know, watch them practice or, you know, sometimes we'd go in there and the Eagle was flying and practicing and uh, that oh, was always cool. fun. Yeah, that's yeah, cool. It was really fun. So you're supposed to be over there tending the flowers and you're, you're, you're checking out the two deep at safety basically. Right. Posting on the <laughs> message right. boards. <laughs> yeah. That's exactly right. Yeah, posting on the message boards. I got insider information. You're right. Well, I'll tell you what, uh, we, when Auburn, when USC came to Auburn, yeah. I was, I was in the stadium and when they walked in, I was like, oh no, this is not good. <laughs> it's trouble. Those guys were huge. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Uh, all right, so let me go ahead and get my most selfish question out of the way. Yeah. Uh, right up front um, as we kind of get off into some of this. Um, what's going on with my grass, man, at my house? <laughs> <laughs> I, know, I know you hadn't seen it, but my yeah. yard my yard is like all weeds. Like I think there might, there's there's a handful of blades of grass out there. But I, 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 I'm joking, obviously, but I think, I think in general people – I think that would be something interesting to know coming from somebody who's an expert in those things. Like what, are, what do you say are some of the most basic things that people mess up when it comes to, I don't know. To grass. Grass, ba- basic. Uh, if Todd was here right now and we start talking about grass, this conversation is going a whole different direction though. Okay. <laughs> but <laughs> so, Todd will appreciate that. Yeah, he'll appreciate that. I worked that in there for him. But uh, I mean – you know, what are some of the things, I guess, the most basic things that people mess up, I guess, when it comes to, like, lawn care or yeah. if you want to throw landscaping in I'm there, I'm glad you too. asked this, by the way. This was, like, my number one thing. I'm a novice when it comes to grass and plants. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so I just, I need to be made better. Yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. What are, well, th- what are the things basic? Maybe people mess up or two, and maybe this is one answering the same, like, what are the things that people can do that go, like, a really long way, you know? Yeah, absolutely. So I would say number one is a soil test. Uh, that is number one. You always need to soil test. Um, you can call your local extension agent. Every county has an extension office. And so just go by the office, call them and pick up a soil testing box and take a sample from your yard, send it off to Auburn. It's 10 bucks. And within a few days, you'll get a result and it'll tell you exactly what your yard is needed for. So, um, so it will tell you your pH, which is very, very important. Um, it will tell you if you need phosphorus or potassium, it won't give you a nitrogen recommendation. So 
uh, it'll give you a recommendation. It won't tell you how much is in there because nitrogen is so volatile. It just kind of goes away in the atmosphere. So, um, but yeah, uh, the soil test is, is number one. That's where you start at. For grass, I think the thing that people mess up the most often is they don't use pre-emergent. So do you know what pre-emergent is? I've heard that. I've heard that term. Let's just pretend okay. like I, I haven't heard of it. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> uh, so a pre-emergent is a herbicide that when you apply it on your ground, it will stop any weeds once they emerge from the seed. It will it will kill the weed. Now, is that so like it's a, a pre-emergent? So gotcha. it kills it before it blooms. Okay. Mm-hmm. So or before it comes out of the seed. Is that like a granule or is that like a spray or it can be either or? It can be either. I think most of them are granules though. So okay. there's a couple, there's several brands of them. Uh, it depends on what type of grass you have. Uh, and so you would contact your local extension agent too. <laughs> gotcha. And we- <laughs> Yeah, but usually, you know, there's there's several brands out there or, or types you know, like pendimethalin. That's the chemical name. Yeah. Uh, pendulum. I mean, there's, there's lots of brands and, and kinds out there. But and yeah, it, that's that's probably, you need to do it twice a year also. Okay. You need to do it in the fall. So maybe, uh, depending on where you're at, usually September and then March or February, depending on the weather. Man, miss my window, huh? Yeah. And I would say <laughs> probably the biggest, the number one question I get is people call me and say, what do I do about stickers in my yard? Mm. So do y'all know what I'm talking about? Stickers? Absolutely. I felt it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> so that is actually called lawn burrweed. And it is one of the most difficult weeds that we deal with here in the South. And it's, it's pain. It's, it's not good for your, your children, your animals. It's just a really bad weed. If you've waited till now, it's too late to treat. Mm. So you have to use a pre-emergent or you can treat in December, January, with a broadleaf weed killer, and that will take care of it. Wow. All right. So let's say hypothetically, <laughs> <laughs> let's say there's some bozo out there that couldn't be that, you. No, 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 no. Asking for a friend. There's a yeah. uh, there's some bozo out there that hasn't done anything uh, except just cut his grass and weed eat. Yeah. And now all of a sudden he's in, he's infested with nothing but weeds in his yard. Like, what's the most yeah. productive thing he can do? Like. I would say <laughs> spray a broadleaf weed killer. Yeah. That's number one. So st- the the best defense against weeds is a healthy lawn. So you need to kill off all those weeds because those weeds are probably shading out and choking out the grass. Yeah. So you may have to reseed again, but the best thing you can do is to kill, use something like a broadleaf weed killer. Uh, there's several brands. Usually 2,4-D is a popular brand. It's a very, very old uh, it's one actually the first herbicide that was produced. Uh, there's also things like Trimec and um, gosh, there's there's a lot of others. Gotcha. But those are those are two big ones I recommend. Gotcha. Okay. But kill off those broadleafs first, and then you may have to treat two or three times as a slow acting herbicide. But kill yeah. those broadleafs off first, and then just um, yeah, just keep cutting grass. By your by <laughs> your I'll, time. I'll tell you, yeah. Yeah, and another thing you can do is. Make sure you don't cut over one third of the grass blade off. So if it's you know five or six inches tall, you know that's a that's a pretty tall grass. Uh, make sure you're only cutting like two inches off that. So that's that's another thing because if you cut it lower than that, it's going to look like it's scalped and brown. Mm. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. If you're going to have good grass, it takes a lot of time and a lot of money. Yeah. 
man. Unfortunately. I was hoping you just had a magic wand. That that the whole thing about the uh, um, about the soil test, though, man. That that's like that's new information to me. Same. Yeah, I did yeah. not know that. That is um, that's really fascinating. And so that's just like the kits that you were talking about. Is there a is there a charge? There, you said there's ten dollars. Like when you send it into Auburn, but you can just go yep. get the kit. Yep, that's right. Huh? Just go pick one up from the office. Just tell them you need a soil test kit. That's I it. guess it consists of like some sort of little tubes or holders in an envelope or something or? <laughs> yeah so it it it'll, uh they actually just changed format so it'll be a box or a bag okay and uh uh it'll have auburn's address on there it's like auburn soil testing lab the address is alpha building how about that and that's it <laughs> y'all are like genuinely trying to help people look at y'all <laughs> that's what we do man ain't none of y'all alabama fans gonna send auburn any money <laughs> i know i know what y'all about to do <laughs> yeah <laughs> So, all right. So what about, uh, man, that, that was good. That was good info. So like, tell me anything, um, kind of in that world right now, like unique, cool, maybe I'm, and this is like probably too broad of a question, anything scary going on, like for whatever reason that's going on right now? Yeah. There's, there's, there's a coming apocalypse. Oh, wow. I don't like that. We're doing a doomsday episode, by the way. So (laughs) this may be part of it. Okay. Okay. You know, you go back to biblical plagues. (laughs) Uh, There's one coming from the Northeast and it's called the red spotted lantern fly. Okay. And it's bad. It's a bad, 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 bad bug. So why, um, why are they bad? What, what's bad about them? Because so they feed on everything and they well, swarm. Okay, question. Real I hate quick, both bro. of those things. By the way, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But before, be, yeah, before you go into it, what lantern fly are they like? Lightning bugs? I mean, what is the <laughs> no, no, no. Okay, I don't know where the name came from, okay. but they're actually, uh, if you could say an insect is pretty, it's actually a pretty insect. Um, you need to Google it because it's it's a really beautiful insect. I'm looking at it right now. I would agree. It, Show me. Yeah, I mean it's it's very unique. Now, when it's got its wings folded behind it, huh. it's ugly as sin. Yeah. But but when its wings are spread, it's actually pretty. But you don't see one. You see ten thousand of them, mm. and they swarm. And there's there are particular trees they like more than others, but they really don't have a, I guess a preference if you would yeah uh but yeah they're coming from the northeast um i don't know where they are right now i know they've been detected as far you know down into virginia uh, but they're working their way down and they started in the northeast um one of the problems is they lay their eggs on things like rocks so if they're shipping rocks you know like pavers or something like that they'll have an egg sac on there and you can't see it because the egg sac is gray and it looks kind of like a, a wad of bubble gum. Yeah. Hmm. And uh, very, very hard to detect. So uh, they actually have stations up in Pennsylvania and up in that area where you have to pull off the side of the road and they go under your car with an inspection mirror. And they're not looking for drugs. They're looking for red spotted lanternfly eggs. Good night. So what, so I mean, what is serious? You said they eat everything. They feed on everything. So yeah. what's... What what is that? Well, Alex is showing me something. What I got a picture me? of them swarming a tree and they're eating that thing up. Oh, good night. It looks like a yeah, like a like a bee's nest or something. I hate or it. Whatever. Oh wow. <laughs> they <laughs> yeah. So and and you know that's just one thing and the public's really not aware of that yet. But it's it's probably it's probably coming. Um, we're hoping it stays a little bit further north because it it could really affect all of our lives. Uh, it can attack cotton soybeans, you know, I'm not saying it will, 
right. but it could, uh, yeah. any of the crops we have. So it's just something that we're keeping an eye on. Uh, we're doing a lot of education on our side of things. So when the public hears about this, we can educate the public and say, well, this is what you could do to prevent that. Or, you know, here's some traps to monitor for it. If you have a report, you know, send it to us, we'll come investigate things wow. like that. So, uh, another one is the Joro spider. You may have heard oh, about this. Oh, no, yeah, I have. They're, they're so, huge, right? Yes, they're really they're big. They're like as big as your hand. Yes. I hate this even more. <laughs> no, hey, we talked about this. <laughs> Let's go back to grass. No, so we talked about this, uh, Brian, I'm, I'm on another podcast and I found an article about this because I think they, correct me if I'm wrong, they, are they in Alabama already or they've been detected in like Georgia or somewhere? Georgia. Like? So yes. they started, they actually come from Athens. Thanks Bulldogs. Yeah. Um, <laughs> That's where uh, my brother come, lives too. Yeah. So that, <laughs> they actually pinpointed where the actual first spider came from, like down to the few feet, the actual shipping container it come out of. Wow. And so it came from university of Georgia, unfortunately, or in the Athens area. And I think it was from Japan. Yeah. And um, it has spread like wildfire um, over into Georgia. Atlanta's full of them. West Georgia's full of them. I'm surprised I haven't got a call about them. Uh, I probably will this fall because that's when you see them is in the fall. So yeah, um, they are really interesting. Um, they won't hurt you. They'll make you hurt yourself though, because yeah. they're so huge. They're yeah. kind of scary for people. But yeah, um, if I remember, it, it kind of looks similar to like uh, what I called a garden spider. I don't know if that's yes. correct or not, but it's correct. like a big kind of black and yellow looking. Yes, that's true. Okay. Yep, and they and they make a really big, really strong web. So they're more of an an annoyance. But we're hoping they actually will uh, eat uh, insects that are that are bad. So that's what we're hoping. Uh, there's not a lot known about them right now, uh, but they're taking over and they spin webs and they can catch air with their web. Oh fly. yes, and they use it like a parachute. Exactly. How about that? <laughs> Flying giant. So it's spiders. like Red like Dawn. <laughs> I don't like that at all. It looks like a yellow jacket with like eight legs too. <laughs> yeah, Did you look it up? Yeah. Yeah. Flying giant spiders. That sounds pleasant. Yeah. <laughs> so another one I'll, I'll mention. Yeah. Um, we don't get as many calls as we did last year. But there is no murder hornets in Alabama. I'm <laughs> sorry, go. you don't have one. Don't call me about it. Keep them out. <laughs> we don't have them. We uh, don't have them. Okay, I know that this is something you got to get calls about. Are are we are we living with stink bugs for the rest of our life? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Man, those things are brutal. I needed a different answer on that one. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to help you out, but <laughs> uh, I mean, there's ways to take care of them. So, oh, really? Like, yeah, absolutely. What, what's what? How, yeah, okay, that's very useful information. So, what? one part. Uh, so, our team name includes Home Pest as part of the team name, yeah. and um, you can spray around your house. And what I, you know, there's a couple of chemicals uh, that you can use. Um, bifenthrin. Okay. Um, yeah. That's a that's a chemical name, bifen or Tallstar. Uh, those are both brand names. Uh, spray around your house, any around all your windows, around all your doors. Uh, spray around the foundation of your home, two foot up and three foot away from the foundation, all around your home. Uh, use two ounces per gallon, and you will not have stink bugs or roaches or spiders or ladybugs 
yep. or basically even, even them juros. <laughs> them juros. <laughs> the juro will yeah. be in that list also. That sounds scarily similar to something you would buy at downtown Disney and snack on. A I'd juro, eat, churro. I, I'd eat that. <laughs> <laughs> I uh. All right. So here, here's a use. Here's a piece of information, Brian, that you may not know. Um, and uh, Alex, you know this. I know we've talked about this at some point, but you may have forgotten. But in a previous life, for a very short period of time, I. I was a termite inspector. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, for a very, very short, uh, a.k.a. a termite bond salesman, right? So, gotcha. <laughs> so I uh, I used to get calls to go out and uh, inspect houses. And, uh, yeah, I worked for a, a really big company that will remain nameless. But anyway, I didn't – everything – the I the job was fine. I just got out of it because, you know, uh, other callings or whatnot. But – uh, as part of that, I remember during my training, uh, you know, this was 20 years ago, I guess. My, it wasn't that long ago. Maybe. I don't know. 20 years ago-ish. Yeah. But uh, as part of my training, I got to ride around with uh, people that were in the pest control side of that business. And yeah. so, yeah, so you you basically just gave really, really good pest control uh, advice there, uh, spraying, you know, two feet up, three foot out, like you said, that's, I got that right. Didn't I? When yeah. You, when you right. said, when you said that, uh, Alex across the table over here was kind of, uh, he I was, was measuring, he was measuring in his mind. He was doing his hand trying to figure that taking figure, notes. Yeah, yeah. Taking notes. <laughs> um, what, like what, as far as like common pest, like what do you, yeah. what do you guys get most of your calls about and what kind of like, what's the most common advice y'all give? So, yeah. Um, I would say probably, um, it depends on the time of year. Yeah. Uh, in the summertime, we get calls about army worms. Uh, last year yeah. was the highest army worm outbreak we've had in forty years, and um, army worms are are bad news. Once they start your yard, it's they're easy to kill. That's the good thing about them. But we've had a lack of uh, uh, insecticides being produced or. Yeah you know, up until last year, right? Uh, it was just running thin. So a lot of people's yards were getting eaten up, especially if you had a Bermuda lawn. And uh, they start, you know, I had it in my own yard. Uh, you know, I, I really don't have time a lot of times to cut my grass. My, my yard's terrible, so don't <laughs> drive by. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, you know, I saw a little spot, and I just thought it was a spot of dead grass. Well, the next day, it was like, 30 feet wide. I'm like, Oh wow. I've got army worms. Yeah. Um, you know, that's, that's very, very common. Um, a lot of household insects. We get a lot of, a lot of questions about those. Um, I mean, it's just any number of things. I mean, it's, it's a different every day. My job is different and that makes it fun. Most of the time. (laughs) Yeah. I I do love my job though. It's, it's a fun job. Yeah. You, You ever get calls about, um, I call, use army worms is what made me think of it because I call them army helmets, but they look like they're well, kudzu bugs. Does that? Yeah, uh, so they look I, like a ladybug, but but I can, yeah, they look like little green. army helmets. Yeah, that's right, that's right. Uh, yeah, that's actually thanks again, Georgia. Uh, <laughs> what have they ever done for us? <laughs> nothing, not for Auburn anyway. Uh, <laughs> Uh, yeah, the, so kudzu bug, it's a relatively new pest. Uh, again, they feed on a lot of different things also. Um, they're attracted to things that are white, which is really fascinating about those. Huh. Uh, so if you have a white car and you go out in the summertime, you're going to see 
a kudzu bug on it. And it's it's a little small, looks about the size of an eraser, um, army green, and its back is kind of squarish. So yeah. that's the way to identify them. And they, they'll hop on you. If you're wearing a white shirt, one will land on you. Yeah, absolutely. We, uh, we've got kind of kudzu in this general area close to where we record. And, man, there's a few times a year. It seems to be in the fall, you know, October, like around Halloween-ish time. Yeah. We'll get like swarms of them, like cover the side of the building. It's yeah. always like they cover like, you know, one side of the building or whatever. Yeah. Uh, stink yeah, bugs seem to do that too. Yeah, it's it's really interesting. So a lot of the bugs that you have inside your house, like stink bugs and ladybugs, they're trying to get away from the cold weather. So they're going to find a way in. So that's why when you spray for them, you have to cover every single opening. So, you know, where your register goes in from your air conditioner, uh, any pipes that come into your house, you got to spray around that. Yeah. And that will keep them out. Cool, man. Man, this has been some really good info. Um, the um, Something that you and I were talking about, though, because here we are talking about, you know, um, we're sitting here talking about, you know, pest, parasites, whatever, those type of things. Um, you you were telling me about this thing, and I hadn't told Alex this. I didn't share this with Alex um, or Todd, either one. I wanted them to kind of hear it from you. You were telling me about this thing called delusional parasitosis. Did I say it correctly? Yeah, delusional parasitosis. Parasit- Tell me more. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I, I, when you mentioned it, I looked it up because I was curious. I was like, okay, that sounds interesting. So I looked it up and got like, you know, a ba- and I think you kind of gave me a basic description as we were, you know, yeah. texting or messaging or whatever back and forth. Um, yeah. So t- what? What's you? You've you've had to deal with this in some in some ways, right? Okay. Unfortunately, I have. So. Um, it's kind of a sensitive subject, I'll be honest. Yeah. Um, so delusional par- delusatory or delusional parasitosis is a thought that someone has that they have insects crawling on them. So, you know, you see, you know, some people have watch a movie or something about like arachnophobia. Right. Like, yeah. Oh, I've got bugs all over me. That's kind of what delusional parasitosis is. Um, and so I've, I've gotten several calls uh, from one particular area. I'm not going to say where it's at, but it's kind of funny. Um, but <laughs> so yeah, it's got a, a geographical significance to it, I guess. Yeah. So, um, I don't know why that is, but, uh, it is interesting by the way. Um, uh, but yeah, they, they will think that there's insects crawling on them and there's, there's nothing they can do about it. And so they will send me pictures of any number of things. And I'm like, well, that's a dog's toenail. <laughs> That's very specific. <laughs> There's a reason why it's specific because I've got that picture. That's a dog stone out. You know, bug. <laughs> oh my yeah, word. So um right, yeah, right, I, wait, so I, I gotta know though, like what how, how often are we talking? It's it's more often than you would expect. <laughs> I need to know how you talk somebody off the ledge there. <laughs> they say, I got bugs all over me, and then they send you a picture and there ain't a bug in sight. What do you do? Well, and that's why it's a sensitive subject because you know we're we're not trained physicians, and this is a this is a mental issue. That, yeah, that's and, what I'm um, thinking. Like you're stepping off, like yeah, it's like all of a sudden you're a psychologist, right? So yeah, absolutely. And so you know we've had a couple of trainings on this, and because it it's becoming something where we were like we don't know what to do. Like we can't say this person's crazy. Yeah. Um, but it is an actual legit thing. Uh, and it's not, you know, it's not just the crazy people who get it. There's some people who 
legitimately have either a fear or uh, sometimes it's dry skin, you know, uh, especially older people who take a lot of medication. Mm -hmm. Wow. Um, one of my, one of my friends who's a professor, he, he told me, he's like, just tell them to get them some Jergens and put it on there. That'll <laughs> cure it up. <laughs> Uh, but dry skin especially is, is one of those things. Cause you know, your skin will crawl and itch. And so, you know, that's, that's one of the things is that ting uh, that we deal with that tingling sensation, huh? Yeah. That, and that's, you know, sorry, uh, go ahead. The, no, I was just going to say, uh, you know, I have got some pictures that are interesting. Uh, someone sent me a picture of their ear, uh, that had insect eggs inside their ear. Oh, I hate that oh, more than anything. <laughs> and, uh, I, I couldn't. I couldn't verify that it was insect eggs, but it was not a pretty picture. I'll say that. Oh my word! I don't want to yeah, make a picture was, of their ear hole. <laughs> yeah, it was it was squeamish. I, I passed it around. That's a, <laughs> I mean, you got to. Yeah. Yeah, and you know, it's it is. You know, I, I just wonder. I I really shouldn't say. Okay, <laughs> it's all I, good. This kind of goes in that direction, and you already mentioned it a little. Is is there any like what's the most annoying frequent call you get? I heard I heard the tone Ooh. in there with murder hornet. It's like there's not murder yeah. hornets in Alabama. Is that is that it or that, is it? So that was probably number one last year. Yeah. Uh, this it's a it's a moving target, but yeah, murder hornet was probably number one because I had so many calls when it was in the news. Oh, I got one. I got one right here. No, you don't. I'm sorry. It's a European hornet. That's it. It's a European hornet. Yeah. The end. Or a cicada killer. Wait, what is that? That sounds pretty scary too. Oh, it's <laughs> if you're a cicada. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, so a cicada killer is it's a, it's a really large wasp. Yeah. And it will kill cicadas. Okay. So, um, yeah, and cicadas are really interesting. So there's a lot of broods of cicadas and they're called the periodical cicada uh there's some that emerge every 13 years so they uh, they go in the soil and then they sit for 13 years and then they'll emerge that seems like a hassle <laughs> i figure they're pretty hungry when they wake up good so. grief <laughs> good yeah that's that's pretty wild uh, yeah. it, so is there any particular call that you're getting a lot of this year oh you know it, it like i said it, it varies day to day but there's Probably, I've gotten a lot of fruit tree calls this year. A lot. Uh, probably the number one is is uh, pecans. Huh. I get a lot of pecan tree calls. <laughs> what, what what do they want to know? <laughs> this this why pecan ain't tree? My tree producing. <laughs> why is it really like? Why yeah. is it not producing? Uh -huh. Yeah. Oh yeah. wow. And the thing is, like with a pecan tree, there's not a lot a homeowner can do. Uh, there's a disease called scab, pecan scab. And uh, if you don't have the right resistant variety, it's going to have scab. The end. Like, huh. There's nothing you can do about it unless you have a blast sprayer, which is probably about $20,000. And what homeowner wants to do that for, you know, a few pounds of pecans. Right. Just go to, just go down there to Priesters and, and buy some. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Find a youth group nearby. I guarantee you they're selling them. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, there's really nothing a homeowner to can do except for, you know, keep it clean and fertilize it. That's all you can do for a pecan tree. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so, so I, I'm just out of curiosity, man. Like what's, uh, I mean, you know, one of the things, uh, that I've kind of got one of my bucket list items that involves plants or I guess trees is, is one, I want to see like the redwoods. I want to see, by, by yeah. the way, have you done that? Have you been out? Yeah, I, I've been to Muir, Muir Woods. Yeah, and it's it's 
phenomenal. Yeah. It's amazing. And Yosemite. Yeah. Yeah. I would recommend both. Yeah. I want to do that. I, I, but is, is there anything like, you know, maybe not stateside, but, or maybe it is, but, or just anywhere in the world, like that kind of in your, in your arena there, do you have any bucket list items that you'd like to check off? Uh, as it relates to plants plants or insects yeah or insects you want to get stung by a murder hornet i mean uh no (laughs) (laughs) uh i'll pass on that one um no the the trees out west uh i have seen them and they're they're incredible i mean there's nothing like them in the world um and there's two different species of redwoods uh there's the coastal redwood and then the something else i forgot maybe the sequoia. Yeah. And, um, they're just, they're massive. And, uh, you know, they got them there at Yosemite also. So, um, one of the most beautiful places on earth, if you've never been. Yeah. Um, so yeah. Um, you know, as far as, uh, horticultural adventures, uh, you know, I've been blessed to be able to travel the world and, and see a lot of things. And as one of my former bosses said, and he was a department head down there. He's like, look, horticulture is everywhere. Yeah. So they would take trips all the time, go to Hawaii and see the horticulture and, you know, hang out at the beach, whatever. Yeah. So it sounds like you don't, you don't really get into it too much at your house saying, don't drive by and look at my yard. Is it just cause you I just to, don't have time. Yeah. And you deal with it too much every, like all day, every day, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, it's, um, like I said, it is a it is a constant job all the time. So uh, I really don't have time to take care of my yard as, as well as I should. So yeah, unfortunately. Well, Brian, man, we've uh we've been going for for uh, quite a bit here, man. This has been like unbelievably. This has been really really educational for me. I took a lot of notes <laughs> on my phone. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Ali V's over there trying to figure out how to keep bugs out of you his house. Gonna, and... You know who's going to take more notes? <laughs> Holly, as she's listening to this and making a list about what I got to do. <laughs> yeah. So, man, we uh, we really, really appreciate it. And uh, ho- hopefully nobody who listens to the podcast will call you up and harass you unless they're asking for <laughs> cheese dip, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> well, I can, I can hook them up. I know where to go. <laughs> yeah, you tell them, tell them where to go anyway. But, man, hey, for real, bro, we appreciate you uh, taking the time to be with us today. And uh, we'll, we'll have you back. Uh, tell uh, w- one more time, like, the podcast, your podcast is, or the one that's going to be. From the ground up. From the ground yep. up, and it's going to be yep. launching sometime in July, you said? June or July? June or July, hopefully. June or, okay. Yeah. Well, so y'all definitely uh, definitely check that out. And you're talking to other people that's like in your your profession, your arena, basically. Or is it, is it yes. the people who are at other like state agencies or, or just within this state? or? Yeah, so it'll be any number of things. I've got some people, um, you know, scheduled that are specialists you know, like insect specialists or plant disease specialists. I have my coworkers that are my counterparts, um, people that own businesses like nurseries and, and things like that. So just, just a, a various group of people related to horticulture. Awesome. Awesome. All right, guys. Well, y'all, yeah, y'all definitely check out the podcast, uh, when it's available, we'll try to uh, make a note on here and let you know when it's out there and that it's live. And, uh, again, thanks, Brian, man. We really appreciate yeah, thanks it. Thanks for having me. Enjoyed it. All right. Till next time, guys.